Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to Episode 63. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we've gathered for a podcast to look at a specific question that maybe you're wrestling with or somebody else is wrestling with and you need an answer for. And today we're going to hit on a question that basically I think everyone struggles with and everyone needs an answer for. And it has to do with the issue of sin in our lives. So here's the question. How do I move beyond my sin? How do I move beyond my sin? This is something we all struggle with. We want to have victory over the sin in our lives. How do we move beyond the sin? Well, before I give you some suggestions, I just kind of need to point out a couple of things to you. Number one, as I share with you these things concerning this issue, I, I want you to recognize that I am not speaking as somebody who is an expert in this area, but rather I am speaking as somebody who has journeyed with Jesus for the last 30 years, and here are some conclusions I've come to about dealing with sin in our lives, both from the scripture and from a practical standpoint of life. So that's the first thing I want to point out to you. The second thing I want to point out to you is this. Usually when we ask this question, how do I move beyond my sin? We're looking for a quick fix, an easy answer, a silver bullet, the magic ticket, the secret formula. Well, I'm just going to have to admit to you folks that there is no secret formula. There is no magic bullet. There is no silver bullet to this situation. There's no way to just kill this and move on. The fact of the matter is, is that when you and I opened our lives up to an area of sin, we, we basically awakened to a new reality. It kind of fits with what we see in Genesis when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit in the garden. They were all of a sudden aware that they were naked. They were open to a new reality. And nothing is changing that. Nothing can make them go back. And so I need you to understand that when you are talking about an issue of sin in your life, you have allowed yourself to be awakened to a new reality and you can't go back to the way it was before you entered into this issue of sin. We say, well, George, that's pretty gloom and doom. Wow, should we just hang it up now? No, no. I understand you're defeated, and I understand you want to move beyond it, but I just need to kind of lay it out on the table and tell you that this is something we all struggle with, and that there are no simple solutions. But it is possible to move beyond your sin. Let me say that again. It is possible to move beyond your sin. So what I'm going to do is is I'm just going to give you some simple suggestions if you want to write these down. 
The first thing you need to do if you want to move beyond your sin is admit that you got a problem. You have to admit that you have a problem. See, our pride is probably our biggest enemy in trying to move beyond our sin. We have to admit that we have a problem. We have to be honest about it to ourselves and to others. And I'm not just saying, acknowledging, you know, oh, I've got this problem. No, I mean, you really need to admit it to your heart. You have a problem. You are in trouble. You are going down. You are struggling. You don't know what to do. you got to admit that you've got a problem. Second thing you need to do. you got to stop depending on yourself and start depending on God. you got to stop depending on yourself and start depending on God. What do you mean by that, George? Well, what I'm saying is this. Oftentimes when you struggle with something, we try in our own strength to overcome whatever it is that has a hold of us. Whatever it is that has grabbed a hold of our life. Whatever addiction issue it is, whatever struggle it is concerning this sin, we we think that we can handle it we can do it on our own. Well, the problem is, is we've been trying to do it on our own. We've been trying to handle it by ourselves. And the fact of the matter is, is we can't do it. Oh, we may be able to go along for a little bit, and it looks like we're getting control of it. But the fact of the matter is, is something always comes along, and it always knocks the legs right out from under us, and we're back into the sin again. You've got to stop depending on yourself and start depending on God. Here's the third thing. you got to do the hard work. See, here's the thing. Remember, I, I've, I've been telling the church this through a series that we've been going through in the morning service about why the cross. Sin always requires a price to be paid. It's not just going to go away. you got to do the hard work you got to do the hard work of dealing with your sin. See, we want it to be just easy, like going through the going through the drive-through at McDonald's. Oh, just hand it to me and everything's wonderful. I don't have to get out of my car. I can just cruise on. No, you can't do that with the issue of sin in your life. It's got a hold of you. And so you've got to do the hard work, and at first it's going to seem hard. And it's going to continue to be hard, but you will see fruit later on for your efforts as you try to overcome it. So what kind of hard work do I need to do? Well, let me just kind of go through here. Number one, do the homework. Do your homework about your sin. You're not just waking up in the morning and deciding that you're just going to go do this again. You're not in the vehicle and pulling in if you've got a food addiction, pulling into a restaurant and just ordering something or buying the extra candy bar or something, just on a whim. You've got to do the homework and figure out, find out, why is it that you keep gravitating towards this sin? What are the factors? What are the situations? Here's the second thing. Once you do the homework, you need to figure out the boundaries that you need to set. You need to figure out the boundaries. See, if you've got a porn issue, and you've got a smartphone, you maybe need to figure out some boundaries. Now, I know, and, and I know because I've dealt with people before with this issue, you know, with their smartphone, they'll get some sort of filtering program or filtering app on their program, and then 
they'll go for it with a little bit and then after a while they'll stop and the reason why they stop is is they said well it slows down my usage of my computer or it slows down my usage of my device yes but you got to remember sin requires a price to be paid and you've opened yourself up to a new reality and so things aren't going to be normal anymore things aren't going to be the way they are and if you don't set some boundaries in your life you're going to fall back into it it may the boundaries may include not hanging around certain types of people or it may mean not going to certain places or watching certain things but you've got to set some boundaries and live within them. The next thing you need to do is, is you really need to get into God's Word. You really need to begin to make God's Word a regular part of your life. And I'm not just saying that you need to just read God's Word, but you need to begin to apply God's Word to your life. And when you do that, you'll begin to see some changes. How do you know that, George? Well, let's take a look at what the Scripture says. In Psalm 119, there are a couple verses that stick out to me, and they're in the beginning part of Psalm 119, which is the largest psalm in the Bible. It says this in verse 9, How can a young man cleanse his way? Okay, so he's talking about cleansing his way. So it's talking about dealing with the sin in your life. So it's just kind of like what we're talking about. How do we move beyond our sin? All right, so how can a young man cleanse his way? Listen to what it says. By taking heed according to your word. By taking heed according to your word. What's the issue there? Doing what God says in the Bible. You don't just read it, but you begin to apply it. Another verse, just a couple verses down. Look at verse 11. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. So I'm not just going to be obedient to what God tells me, which will keep me from sin, but I'm also going to read God's word, memorize God's word, think on God's word, so that I hide it in my life so that it becomes a deterring factor. It becomes a factor that deters me from sinning against God, against myself, and everyone else. So you've got to get God's Word in your life. Now, there's one other factor here that I need to add when we talk about God's Word, and that's God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit. You need to respond to the Holy Spirit when He convicts you, when He points out things to you, when He gives you a pause in your spirit about something. You need to respond to the Spirit, and the Spirit will give you wisdom, and He'll give you strength, He'll give you guidance. That's why the Holy Spirit is there. And He wants you to move beyond your sin. So you need to respond to the Spirit. Now there's one other thing I want to point out here. So we've looked at, we've got to admit it, we've got to be honest about it, we've got to stop depending on ourselves, and start depending on God. We've got to do the hard work. I've already mentioned that to you now. Here's the fourth one. And this is probably the one that you and I need to consider. And that's this. Pick yourself up and keep on. Pick yourself up and keep on. Now, why would I say that? Well, the fact of the matter is, is when you sin, you are going to struggle and fall back into it. 
Oh, you're they're really being helpful there, George. You're being an encouragement. No, I'm just telling you the truth. When you're talking about sin and you're trying to overcome the sin, it just doesn't leave you immediately. I know we hear testimonies of people, well, they, you know, they were all of a sudden and then they got saved and then they turned away from it and it was immediate and they've never done anything again in that area. Yes, God does do that, but for most of us, he doesn't. And the fact of the matter is, is that we still struggle. But I want to give you, I want to leave you with a couple of encouragements from God's word to help us to understand we need to pick ourselves up. Number one, think about this from Psalm 37. The writer says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. So stop for a moment. You need to hear this. God has ordered your life. He delights in your life. But I'm struggling with this sin. He's got to be grieved by that. Yes, but he delights in your life. Now look at verse 24. Though he fall, what's he talking about there? Sin. He shall not be utterly cast down. You're not going to fall on your face. You're not going to be defeated forever. Why? Because the Lord upholds you with his hand. God is there upholding you with his hand as you deal with this sin issue in your life. Here's one other encouragement. First John chapter 2. Listen to what the Apostle John writes. My little children, these things I write to you that you may not sin. All right, so he's, he's writing these things telling you so that you don't sin. But look at what he says. But if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation for our sins, not for ours only, but also for the whole world. What's he saying here? Guys, he says, I'm telling you, don't sin. But if you sin, you have an advocate. You have someone who is pleading your case, who's moving on for you. So, Really, here's the point. You got to pick yourself up and keep going. And this is going to be a cycle, a cycle of admitting it, seeking God's help, doing the hard work, picking yourself up, admitting it, seeking God's help, doing the hard work, picking yourself up. And here's what's going to happen. Eventually, you're going to begin to see some changes and you're going to begin to see the victory in your life over this sin. Will you always struggle with it? Yes. You've opened yourself to a new reality. But you can at least begin to see God's Spirit begin to take control and help you. Finding Clarity Podcast was really an experiment here at the church to basically provide an opportunity to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. And for Really, about 63 episodes now, including this one, we've tried to answer questions for you. And we have seen that it has been helpful to some. However, we've come to a place where we recognize that with all that we have to do as a ministry at the church, we're going to stop with this podcast and say, it's been great. Thank you for listening. And if you do continue to have questions, especially if you attend the services here at the Curvinsville Christian Church, You can always ask me, and we'll always give you an answer. And by the way, if you've been listening and you don't have a church home and you live in the Kerwinsville-Clearfield area, we would encourage you to attend a service here. We're located at 700 State Street in Kerwinsville. Our service on Sunday morning is at 1045, and 
we're a come-as-you-are church. And you'll come, and really, you'll have the questions of your heart answered as you meet Jesus. Thanks again. It's been great doing this podcast. Take care.